The following is a sermon from the Vicar and Sure Foundation, a church located in Woodside, Queens, New York, the world's most diverse community. For more information and for more audio content, go to sure-foundation.org. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, Though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. Therefore, Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor bears a son, and the rest of his brothers return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they will live securely. For then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth, and he will be our peace. This is the word of the Lord. Today, on this second Sunday after Christmas, we hear this incredible prophecy where Micah is telling the exact location where the Savior is going to be born. But, but the most incredible part about this message is what Micah says that this ruler who is coming will bring to his people. It's right there in the last verse. He says, and he will be our peace. Now, peace is something that everyone in the world is looking for. But it's also something that's a, that's a pretty elusive thing. I mean, you can look at peace on, on a large scale and then look at the world and, and you see how much hate there is in the world. You see all these wars going on and rumors of war. Or you could look on a much smaller scale and look personally in your life how hard it is sometimes to find peace. Because our lives are filled with schedules and deadlines, to-do lists, and it can can be overwhelming. You can be filled with a sense of anxiety and, and stress. Peace is something that everyone is looking for. Well, today I want to share a message of peace with you. It's this message that the prophet Micah is proclaiming to, to the Israelites. Because Micah shares a message about a peace that surpasses all understanding. It's a peace that's found in an unlikely place, and it's a peace that lasts. See, I wonder when Micah gave this prophecy if it confused some of the Israelites who were listening to it. Because these, this verse is pretty, well, at least verse 2 is pretty familiar to us because we read it every Christmas. It's, but you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel. And the ruler that Micah is talking about, he's going to bring peace. But that's the part that must have sounded odd to the Israelites who were listening. Because if, if you read, because this, this prophecy in the middle of the book of Micah really stands out because it's so much different than the rest of the prophecies in the book of Micah. See, if you get the chance, if you have some time this week, you should read the book of Micah. Because it's not very long. You could do it in one sitting. It's just six chapters long. But the way that Micah describes Israel does not make it sound like a peaceful place. 
See, Micah is prophesying to the Israelites, and he's talking about how far they have strayed from God and his laws. And in fact, the society that Micah describes is filled with false prophets who are leading God's people away. It's filled with people trying to cheat others out of their possessions. It's it's a society filled with poverty and, and despair. It, it kind of sounds familiar. But, but that's not all Micah is prophesying about. Because Israel has strayed so far from God, Micah prophesies about the punishment that God's going to send to the Israelites. God's going to send the Assyrian army to take over Israel. And, and these are the Assyrians who are world famous for how ruthless and how cruel they are to the people they conquer. But it's in the middle of all of these prophecies that that Micah shares this message of peace. And it's a Christmas message, but it's in such an unlikely time and it's it's about such an unlikely place. But that's this message of peace in the middle of turmoil. When I was studying for, for, for this, when I was studying this text, I was listening to Christmas music. And while I was listening, there was a song that really stuck out to me. It was the Christmas song, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. And, and it's been covered by a lot of artists. But when I was, what came up on my Spotify was uh, a cover of the song by one of my favorite groups. They're called The Civil Wars. And, and the reason it stood out to me, because in the middle of all this cheery and joyful Christmas music, there was this haunting melody And as I was listening to the words of the song, they really didn't sound cheerful. So I was curious, so I looked up, I looked up the lyrics, and and I found out that this that this song is actually based on a poem. And it's a poem written by by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. See, it was a Christmas poem, but it was written in the middle of the Civil War, one of the most unpeaceful times in American history. And in fact, uh, Longfellow wrote this poem when he had just received the news that his son had been shot in battle. And he was shot, and it it turned out he was going to be paralyzed for the rest of his life. And and that's when this poet writes this Christmas hymn. And, And it's, I heard the bells on Christmas Day, and there's this line at the end of each verse that kind of repeats like a bell tolling at the end of each verse. And it's, peace on earth, goodwill to men. Sounds beautiful, right? But the rest of the words in the verses don't line up with this message of peace. Because in the verses of this poem, he has has a verse that describes the roar of cannons and it's drowning out the bells. He, He talks about houses that have been left empty because of sons who have died in battle. But at the end of each verse... Peace on earth, goodwill to men. And and you can feel as you're reading this poem the struggle that this poet is having. He knows this Christmas message of peace, but he's having a hard time believing it because he he can't see it. And and so in in the second to last verse, in his ultimate moment of despair in this poem, this is what he writes. And in despair I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said. For hate is strong and mocks the song 
peace on earth, goodwill toward men. I, I think that during, during Christmas time, when we hear this message of peace, we can sometimes have a peace on earth. We can have similar thoughts. Maybe right now you're, you're, you identify a lot with this poet who's, who's screaming out, there is no peace on earth. But, but God today tells us about the unlikely peace that, that he that was sent to earth. And, and this peace came to earth in such an unlikely place. Jesus was born in the little town, the little farming town of Bethlehem. And, and he came in such an unexpected way. Micah, Micah says, out of you, talking about Bethlehem, out of you will come for me. See, this ruler that's going to come, he's on a mission. He's sent from God. He's sent from God to give peace to his people. But who could do this kind of job? Well, well, Micah explains exactly who this is. Whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. See, this is God himself coming to save his people. It, it's in this unexpected place and in such an unexpected way that God sends the Messiah into the world. And it's all because of God's unexpected love for you. It, it's a love that doesn't make sense. It's not what we deserve. But, but Jesus, but God sent Jesus into the earth, uh, into earth to give us true peace. But, but Jesus didn't just come to earth to end all of the wars. He didn't just come to bring earthly peace. Because as bad as war is, and, and as bad as all the turmoil and stress that's in our hearts is, the thing that we needed peace the most from was, was what sin had done to our relationship to God. And, and Jesus brings a peace that isn't just temporary. He brings a peace that lasts. So when, when you're stressed out in your life, where do you, what do you do to find peace? Maybe you take a little trip or take some time off of work. Maybe you like just curling up on the couch with a good book and, and just escaping the world for a little bit. And if those things don't work for you, you can go online and find thousands and thousands of articles all about different ways to find peace. But there's a problem with the world's peace. No, no matter how good it seems, it's always temporary. And, and not only that, sometimes the peace that the world has to offer isn't actually all that peaceful. So, so we take a break, but pretty soon the deadlines start mounting again when we come back. Uh, it's, it's just not as peaceful. And it never offers the peace that we truly need in our hearts. The, the peace that for this unrest that's inside all of us. And, and the unrest comes from sin. See, ever since the creation of the world, man had turned their back on God. And, and because of that, sin had plunged the world, plunged humanity to become enemies of God. On our own, the only thing that there was no more peace on earth. 
But that wasn't the worst part. Not only was there no peace on earth, but now there was no peace between God and man. We were enemies of God. God had every right to punish us the way our sins deserved. But that's not what he did. He sent us peace. See, but we needed a different kind of peace. This isn't just earthly peace. God provides us with a peace that lasts. He gave us a different kind of peace by sending us a different kind of ruler. Just, just look at the way Micah describes this, who this ruler is. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they will live securely, for his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth. This, this ruler, this is Jesus, our good shepherd. Our, our good shepherd who, who came down to earth to search for his lost sheep. Our, our good shepherd who loved us enough to die for us and to give his life for us. Our good shepherd who still daily provides for us. A good shepherd that allows us to live securely. Because we know that there is now once again peace between God and man. And this peace, it's a peace that will last forever. So as, as, as we're starting a new year and we're looking at what our lives are going to be like in the year 2021, where are you going to go to find peace? Because I know we're all hoping that, that tw this next year is going to be way better than the year before. And, and Lord willing, it is. But there's still going to be troubles that come into our lives. So when that happens, where are you going to turn for peace? Well, I want to encourage, I want, I want to encourage you today to, to, to remember the peace that God gave us on that Christmas night. Remember what God did for you. Remember how he sent our good shepherd to save us, to, to give us a peace in such an unlikely way. And it's the reason that we can find peace in, in unlikely places and at unlikely times. And this is a peace that lasts forever. This is a peace that surpasses all understanding. Amen.